0: hi guys welcome to belief alchemy with megan o'neill every week i'll be sitting down to interview visionary women who will teach us how to have a more magical mindset and to create greater possibility in our lives and in our business so today i'm going to do something a little different i'm going to apologize in public to gwyneth paltrow i need to say sorry it's a mea culpa and before you start laughing, I I know that she's not gonna hear this and that I am an unknown Canadian, but I feel like for energy's sake, because I believe that we send out energy by what we believe and how we act, um, I feel like there's going to be a shift in energy by doing this. So anybody who has who has listened to my podcast in the past knows that it's focuses on mindset and how our beliefs create our mindset. And so What I had done is I had been running a lot of beliefs about Gwyneth Paltrow. And those beliefs, which we will call assumptions, because assumptions are beliefs, that I made a lot of assumptions about Gwyneth Paltrow that were unfair and ultimately were wrong. And I was listening to her podcast this weekend. And uh, her interview was with Megan Toohey and Jodi Cantor, who are the two Pulitzer Prize winning journalists who essentially were the ones who created the Me Too movement and did an expose on Harvey Weinstein and his sexual assault against many of the actors or actresses in Hollywood and how powerful forces had supported that to happen. And uh, also recently, Ronan Farrow, who was another person, another investigative uh, journalist who exposed the Harvey Weinstein um, sexual assault, um, serial sexual assault as well, and the powerful forces. And he recently came out uh, with a book that described Gwyneth Paltrow as being one of the people who really helped to open, to crack this open for uh, the reporters, for the journalists. And then in the podcast, she talked to the journalists and how she had made a real difference in helping other people to come forward and trust the journalists to, a, to share what they had experienced. And this made a huge difference in, in them having sources to be able to back up what they wrote. And so where I was wrong and where I apologize was that I assumed that because Gwyneth Paltrow was from this family of powerful people, that her father was a director, beloved director, her godfather was uh, Steven Spielberg. she had grown up, you know, with her mother, who was a wonderful uh, actress. I think she was a Tony award-winning actor. Actor, And Gwyneth had this, you know, very easy life and had grown up to enter into remarkable career quite easily and she wasn't willing to risk that to bust open a terrible person like Weinstein and I was I wasn't right I made the assumptions and I made the assumptions that she didn't care about other people and that she was only looking after her own uh, her own backside and that was incorrect that was wrong and what i discovered of course was that she was one of the people who led it to be opened and put herself still because harvey weinstein was really paranoid that she was going to be the one to break he knew that she had uh, told she when it happened to her he had of course um sexually assaulted her and i think threatened her with her own career as well and she had gone to her then fiance brad pitt and told brad pitt and brad pitt listened to her and went over and told Harvey Weinstein that he'd kill him if he ever did anything to Gwyneth again. So... you know, I was bitching to my friends and my husband about how, you know, Gwyneth, she could have helped, you know, she had all these powerful people who were related to her and loved her and she couldn't be bothered to do it. And look at what happened as a result. All these women had to go through these horrible experiences because she was selfish. So this is where I was tragically wrong and I feel very badly about it because the truth is, is that she didn't do that. She actually, um, she had the same fears as everybody else. And I should have known that. And I should have, um, I should have been more, uh, sensitive to that because I work with people's mind and have for a long time, but guess what? This is what some of us women do. And this is why I'm talking about it. We make assumptions. We look at things in some ways in an artificial way and just look at it sort of one-dimensional, like this is the person and this is what I see. When in reality, that's not the truth. And there was a part of me that thought, well, look at her life. You know, she's married to she was married to a cold, cold play Chris Martin. She had Academy Awards. She was, she's beautifully dressed. She has a super successful business now. What, you know, I just assumed that she was in many ways kind of shallow and I was wrong. So here's my apology. But there is a lesson in all of this. Because if you stand back and you look at why you make assumptions and I looked, I stepped back and was like, oh, why was I doing that? Like, why did I, why was I so harsh on this woman? It was because in some ways I was jealous. And I think in many ways, I knew I was always pea green with envy about her her wardrobe. I mean, who wouldn't be? But I think that I also was jealous because I thought she had it really easy in life and that I did not. And when you are going into what I was going in, which is victim, that victim mentality, that victim mode where you cast yourself as the victim and other people, you know, are victorious, that's when you get in trouble. And so I just want to encourage you: if you're feeling resentful and if you feel like you're hard done by, and it's you know it's not just a temporary thing, then you need to start looking at that and ask yourself, what is it that I believe? That's keeping me in a place where I feel like I need to um, be resentful, where I need to resent other people's success. Because once you start doing that and you're honest with yourself and you start to look at your beliefs, which are most of the time are erroneous and outdated and they don't serve you anymore, then you can start to move out of it. And you can start to feel more, um, more happy and more love and ultimately be supportive of other women. Because if you're in a good place and if you feel strong and you feel happy and you feel open-hearted, then you are going to be able to support them and encourage them and essentially start shifting the world with your, um, way of operating. And I'm I'm, I'm just at, I'm at this point, and this really is spawned by the um, Me, Too, Me Too movement. I really want women to start taking leadership positions. And we need to do some work on our mindset in order to do that. We need to feel more empowered. We need to feel like we're worth it. We need to understand that we do have a choice. And so we can't do that if we're in a resentful place, if we're casting um, judgment on other people, which I did with Gwyneth. So I thought that I would come clean and talk about this because I, I hope that in some ways I can help people to start to examine maybe some of their assumptions. And just, just, just as an aside, when we talk about assumptions, we, um, I just want to remind you that assumptions are just beliefs. It's another word for beliefs. So it's always about digging down on your beliefs and seeing what might be holding you back from really being open hearted. So that's my mea culpa. And I hope that in some ways it gets you to start thinking. Okay, guys, bye. I hope you enjoyed our guest today as much as I did. If you are interested in connecting on social media, then I am on Facebook and LinkedIn, Megan O'Neill Core Beliefs. Or if you are thinking this is the time for you to empower your mindset and expand your life and business, you can find me at (laughs) meganoneill.ca. Thank you.